Welcome to the Elevate Your Business podcast. We're going to be creating personalized strategies to grow your business in tune with every facet of your being. This podcast is here to help you find alignment in all that you're doing, expand your mind to your growth edge, and to help you embody all that you desire. We'll be diving deep into topics that will move the dial in your business, up-level your knowledge, but also your mindset to grow your business with a mix of smart strategy fused with feminine energetics. Hi, and welcome back to this week's episode of Elevate Your Business podcast. So today I'm going to be helping you with strategies to help you attract and convert your dream soul clients, like we talk about a lot on this podcast, but specifically as it pertains to creating content that converts. So there's been an old saying inside the marketing industry for a long, long time that content is king. Now, I like to think of it in my world of feminine strategy that content is actually queen. So if we're using the acronym queen, we're going to start with the letter Q. And I want you to think about when you're creating content, I want you to think about the quirks that you have. So I want you to stop throwing the kind of expected industry norms out into your content and looking at what other people create and creating things that are similar because they feel like that's what you should be creating. There's so much copying and comparing and seeing what other people are doing that everybody is guilty of, but the more original your content, the better you're going to attract your people. We need to see your quirks. I want to see your mojo. I want to see what makes you, you. I want to see your behind the scenes, the person that your audience is going to buy from and is going to learn from. And that's going to be the person that they lean into. So I really want you to start thinking about ways that you can start showing your personality. People want to buy from people. People and people want to buy from people that they like. So I want you to think about interests and hobbies and things that you can share inside your content that's going to show them a little piece or a little behind the scenes of who you are. There is nothing better in attracting a dream soul client that has similar interests to you. We don't need cookie cutter uh, clients, but having people that kind of resonate and people that have similar hobbies and similar ways of thinking, it starts with you sharing and you showing different things that you do that you might think are quirks, but will actually attract people because you love talking about, let's say it's my chickens and I'm out feeding my chickens. Do you know how many conversations I have about people kind of wanting to be homesteaders or people kind of wanting to live off the land and, you know, still living in the big city. You know, I've made that dream a reality for me where I used to live in the city and now I live in the country. So it gives me so many opportunities to have conversations with people about moving from the city to the country, uh, my love of nature, how I had a dream and I made it come true, simple life, simple business. There's so many veins of thought and veins of thinking and content that can come from one little thing and that might be sharing my actual chickens in my content. So we got to remember that our content is a curated place where people are going to see some things in, you know, behind the scenes, but they don't have to see everything. Pick two or three things that you think will resonate, that will create conversation, and that will show your flair and show your personality. So that's the number one thing. Think about your quirks. 
Now, the second thing has to do with you. And this, you know, is a carry on from the first one, but sharing you and showing you is absolutely essential. I see so many people that hide behind um, images and hide behind graphics and quotes and share, you know, reshares and things like that instead of actually putting their beautiful face on social media and letting people engage with you. And showing yourself is so, so key. Even if you have a product business, there's an opportunity to always share your story. And at the end of the day, quotes alone will not cut it. So your vibration is how you are going to magnetize your ideal client. So what better way for somebody to feel your vibration, feel your energy, than to have that energetic exchange by sharing more of you? You know, what we, and we talk about, I've talked about this before, we're often selling to a former version of ourselves. So who you are now is often an evolved version of who you used to be. We often help and provide services to people who used to be a lot like us, those former versions. So they will identify with you if you share your story and if you share a little bit of who you are. Remember, their pains now are often what your pains used to be. And I'm not saying that you need to deploy pain point marketing, but how you're feeling, how you were feeling back then is often how they are feeling now. And... This is often how people will first engage with you. You know, selling takes time and selling takes time in the DMs. And you need to start by having these conversations. And the first thing that's a a real beautiful way to break the ice is having those natural conversations and, and, and telling stories about you, you sharing vulnerabilities first, and then using different things on social media to get people to engage with that, asking questions, using polls, you know, asking people to answer in the DMs so that it becomes more personal and becomes more of a conversation. So that's the second one I want you to think of is how you are sharing you inside your content. Now, the third thing is about being empathetic. Now, I want you to think about, and we've talked about this in past episodes, who you're talking to. It's really different to what you're showing in stories and posts. You need your copy to really resonate with that person. It really isn't all just about how you're feeling right now. You need to think about how they are feeling. So sometimes you can use your own stories, but you need to make sure that 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 content is going to resonate with your ideal client. Now, people want to feel understood. They're going to lean in when you show them that you understand them and that that piece of copy, maybe you tell a story, you you write something in your stories or you tell a story on, on Instagram or in Facebook. And they say, that was, that feels like it was written for me. So I want you to share through using examples and stories and different ways of of explaining what you do, but having an empathetic side to how you're delivering your content and thinking really much, very much about where they are at and not just where you're at and what you wanna preach and what you wanna deliver today. So, you know, when you're thinking about, let's say someone is a woman wants to be healthier and wants to lose weight, you know, you can talk about ways that she can do it, what she should eat or can eat or not eat or exercise. You can show tips and things in a carousel. You don't need to focus on the problem, which is the weight loss. You can give her solutions and that's adding value and that's adding, you know, raising your authority and showing how you're an expert in your category. You could talk about setting goals. You know, you really need to think about where she is at 
that how she is feeling as, as that woman who potentially wants to lose a few pounds, what is going on in her world? And being empathetic to that as opposed to just, you know, jamming content down her throat saying, do, 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 do this. Think about how she is feeling and make sure your content is landing for her to be able to absorb. And think about maybe she's feeling frustrated, maybe she's feeling angry, maybe she's feeling really shameful because she's been on this journey for a long, long time. So sure, she might wanna lose weight, but think about the feeling and address that feeling in your content. And I guarantee you, your content will resonate so much more than just telling her all of the tips and solutions all the time. So that was the third thing. The fourth thing is about thinking about how your content can be expansive. So we've had quirks, we've had you content, the letter U. We've had empathetic, and now I wanted you to think about how it can be expansive. So your content really wants to, you know, you want to be able to cut through the clutter. There is so much content out there. There is so much, so many different things that are vying for your audience's attention. You need to cut through that clutter. And one of the ways that will help you do that is by creating content that is telling people about your thought leadership. So thought leadership is how you show your community what is possible for them and get them thinking, expanding their mind, bring them to areas of interest in your industry where you can expand their thinking. You know, what do you know a lot about and can keep learning about and share in the content that will show them that you're an expert or an authority in that. It doesn't necessarily mean you need to know everything, but share something. This is a good way of, of sharing some thought leadership. Share something that's sometimes a little bit controversial. Think about some things that really um, piss you off in your industry or maybe things that you just you see lots of other people talking about, but you're like, no, that's not the truth for me. Go to the other side and share your truth. That is true thought leadership and saying, hold on, you know, the coaching industry says this, that, the other. I actually disagree and I think it's really important to do ABC. Now that is you showing them that you have the ability to have your own thoughts, create your own content and lead the way with your thought leadership. Right, that was number four. So number five is about making sure that your content, and this kind of contradicts the expansiveness. Expansive is in terms of like your thought leadership and thinking outside the box. Then I want you to make sure that it's actually not too broad. So you're being narrow enough. And so thinking about being narrow is thinking about how, what your content is there for. So what is the purpose of your content? Your content always needs to have a purpose. And so a narrow focus or a goal, you know, instead of just posting because it's Monday, you know, think about what's the goal of a post on a Monday. So let's say it's for, you're a business coach and let's say it's for moms who are entrepreneurs, you know, Mondays, you're juggling a lot of different things. Often Mondays are great because kids are back to school. That is something that you can, talk about on a Monday that might make more sense than sharing it, let's say on a Thursday or a Friday when the kids are going to be coming home. Talk about how you can feel this in your stories. And often well, we start on Monday with this kind of renewed energy. You know, are you going to drop a calm kind of mindset tip on a Monday? Or are you going to talk about, you know, bigger goal oriented, let's do this kind of posts. So think about the purpose of your content and think about also what it's feeding into. And that is the last letter in our Queen's acronym, which is strategic. 
Think about what it's feeding into. So being strategic and planning out your content to make sure that it has a purpose and it is nice and narrow, but that it's actually, what is the purpose? Okay, so it's Monday, but what is the actual purpose? What are you leading people towards inside your offers? And you might, let's say, be selling one-on-one coaching. You may have a group program coming up. You may have a new moon circle that you're you know, trying to get registrations for. You may have a free masterclass. Maybe this week you're just priming your audience for a program that you're going to be launching in a few weeks. Think about the purpose of your content in the context of your overall strategy this month and going forward and start planning that out. So I go through different seasons in terms of being very strategic about my content. Around launches, I'm far more planned out and I'm far far more kind of rigid, I guess, when it comes to exactly what I need to say and how I'm going to deliver it. And I'm planning things out, you know, weeks, weeks ahead. But when I'm in a season of flow and ease, I let my thought, and sometimes this also coincides with a time when I really kind of want to push the boundary with my thought leadership, or I really kind of want to, you know, dial into some certain areas that I want to kind of ground into and, and feel that it's coming from my soul, feel like it's coming from my heart. I'll be more in the moment and I'll be creating content in the week that I'm actually actually posting it. So you can be strategic in that sense because it is about your energy. So I'm in that season right now where I am, I'm creating content kind of on a week by week basis, as opposed to having it massively planned out. And so have a think about how your content can be strategic, whether it's something that you're priming into a program, think about, you know, the purpose of it and what it is leading into so that you are using things like call to actions and ways of engaging with your audience, as opposed to just letting it kind of just be something that you've heard you need to post and you need to put it out there. Make sure it has a purpose and that it is strategic. So overall, I like to think of, I like to, you know, I guess when I'm thinking about content, I'd like you to keep in mind a few different things. You know, the flow and ease with content needs to be practiced and you need to be able to go kind of season by season. So don't be too stressed if you feel like you kind of quote unquote fallen off the bandwagon and just jump back on or just go with the flow and enjoy the season of more ease and maybe posting twice a week instead of three or four times or once a week. It's not the end of the world. You know, really think about how you can also balance your feminine and your masculine you know, thinking about your energy and how it ebbs and flows through the month and, uh, you know, is a, is a great way of thinking about how you can plan out your content. You know, there are going to be times where you're going to feel really, really creative and kind of high vibe. And then there's going to be times when you're not feeling so much like that. So in some of my programs and some of the stuff that you've been, you know, here for a while, you know, tracking your energy can help you actually plan things like that. And planning creative times to create your content is a perfect way to track your energy and then use that and maximize that and harness your energy for good. Remember that when you create content, trial and error is absolutely everything. So, you know, create a month's worth of content or, you know, as you go, look back on the last month, look inside your insights and use those insights to optimize what you're doing. So there's lots of different insights that you can get inside your content. Are people commenting? You can actually use insights inside of Instagram or in Facebook where they give you some data to say, oh, look at that carousel that you actually post. That carousel had three people that shared it and six people went and looked at your profile afterwards, or they clicked these links, use those insights to optimize. You might find that your quotes that you post do get reshared a lot. So those are things that your audience like to see, or maybe things where you are raising your authority, or you're being really funny, you're being silly, you're being educational. Have a look at what resonates with your audience 
and do more of that. So trial and error, you try, you see what works, you optimize, you do more of what works and you do less of what doesn't. Right, I'm gonna leave you with those, they actually ended up being six things because I use the acronym QUEENS. Quirks, you, empathetic, expansive, narrow and strategic. So think about those six categories when you're creating your content the next time, go back through and listen to the podcast again or listen to the different suggestions that I've made and see how you can take one or two of those things and just optimize this month as you're creating content and think about how you, you don't have to do all of this at the same time. Think about, oh, I haven't been doing that. I'm gonna try, I'm gonna start and try to do that this month as a way of taking this information from the podcast and actually implementing it into your business this week or this month. Thank you for joining me this week and I'll see you again next time.